Beardy and the Beast, The Second Wall. This is placeholder intro song. Welcome to The Second Wall, a binge-free zone where we will look at a series and discuss it in small chunks, similar to water-cooler conversations of old. We can be found on most podcast and social media platforms, a full list of which can be found at beardyandthebeast.com. Today we'll be discussing the Netflix series Squid Game. With me, of course, is Drew. Please feel free to join the conversation in the comments below. You gave me money for the bus, too. I just wanted to return the favor. That was, um... I think it was a good character moment for 199. Just that, again, it's... I think it connects back to that sympathetic... Mm -hmm aspect that we've seen there um uh this it's it's weird it's almost that that moment also uh, that moment almost made me feel like they were they're trying to reground 218 yes uh i kind of got that feeling i think i think that's what they've kind of been working towards i think that whole trust discussion from the previous episode mm -hmm. Um, even though it wasn't with 218 directly. Um, mm -hmm. Again, I'm still leaning on the, I think he was also talking about, I think 456 was also talking about 218 there. Mm -hmm. um, so I I do think that's there. I think it's, as we kind of discussed, that starting of that redemption arc, it just isn't fully fledged yet. Yeah. Um, and it, it, yes. it might be a little further than you think, and I'll elaborate. Um, so the translation in this is actually kind of poor. Okay. Um, I guess it's definitely westernized, mm. but there's a few moments that don't make too much sense. For instance, uh, 212's running around calling everyone Opa, mm. which is essentially what a younger girl would call an older man. Okay. Uh, generally within a certain range. So there would be some form of affection there. So when they were like, uh, don't call me that, you're you're apparently older than me, it doesn't make sense. Okay. Um, so the other thing was uh, 199 and 218. So 218 mm -hmm. um, said, you can call me Hyung. Yeah. But the translation was, you can call me Cho Jangwon, I think it was. Yeah. Um, Hyung is kind of, it's, it's like a similar meaning. Um, you, you would call me Hyung. Uh, you would be my Dongseng. So you'd be like a, uh, a younger man that I am like affectionate towards. Like I, okay. as a brother. And Hyung is the reverse of that. So it's going upwards. So, senpai. Yeah, yeah. Um, so when 218 tells 199 that you can call me Hyung, it's a moment essentially saying you can call me brother. Um, maybe not quite that same meaning, like there's different connotations to it. Um, but generally, you would drop that level of honorifics if you're becoming close to someone. So, um, I will agree that that was 
lost in the translation uh, from just the like the actual words on the screen. Yeah. I did get a similar meaning to that just okay. from from what I know from the Japanese culture. Okay. I actually saw it I, I saw it as that same thing as like no use my first name. Don't worry about the son mm-hmm. is it was even though I don't know the language, don't know the culture quite as well. Um I assumed that the cultures were similar enough just from what I know of Oh, like the occupation other, and yeah, and just sort of, and just from what I know of other Asian cultures, like East Asian cultures, yeah, yeah, in in general, right? It, it's similar in Chinese. It's similar in in Japan. Okay, uh, so, so I kind of made the assumption that it was similar for Korea as well. Um, cool. And it, by the sounds of it, it was accurate. <laughs> I wanted I wanted to make sure just because like I wanted you on the the right line, and because yeah. like I saw that and. I wanted to make sure we were getting the same view, maybe not the same meanings. Depends on our perspective. Yeah. Cool. Yeah. Um, I I think w- when I say that they're working on the redemption arc is I don't feel it's been developed enough in how the character in just how the characters are. But part of that could be we really didn't spend much time with our core cast in this episode. Yeah. Let's let's. Let's so let's talk about the periphery to start because I feel like it'll be shorter. Yeah. <laughs> um dang. Four five six after they uh pulled off the the other team, which like I didn't expect to happen. Yeah. I was I like your your thought was that they knocking over the other team would be enough to end the game. Yeah. Yeah. And I was 100% there with you. I'm actually surprised. I'm surprised they went with the way they did and not the way that. Yeah. Uh, but the look in 456 eyes and like the expression there, that is S tier acting. Oh, like, I um, all, all of them. Hmm. I, I, I'm actually watching this like, nope, that is the right reaction, with the exception of one who had his child likely because he won. It's, mm-hmm. it's, I'm, I'm, is something I failed to mention in the previous episode. Um, it might explore it a little bit here. I am still seriously. This episode brought up the idea of legacy again to me mm-hmm. for one. So in the previous episode, I think it was the previous episode. He, he, when he was asked his name, he just couldn't form it. Mm-hmm. And I almost wonder, I don't think, I'm not 100% certain that's because he, because of whatever's going on in his brain. Mm. I'm honestly convinced that he has just been a number for so long he doesn't remember it. Oh, so just participating in the games over and over and over and over again. Yeah. Um, in it's thrown a little bit off because it's kind of like he doesn't... He's the only character that's not showing the weight of what's happening around him in, in the main group. So, I mean, again, this could just be how he is. Like, this is 
just his life. He's just, he is glad to be winning. So yeah, I'm not sure if it's, the, if it's supposed to be a symptom of the brain tumor or if it's literally, this is all he knows. Mm. Just to throw that out there, like, do you think his, in the episode four, when he mm-hmm. was like screaming for everyone to stop because he was scared, do you think that was authentic? It's not a pointed question. I'm just wondering. Yeah, it's, I'm, I'm not sure. I'd have to think on that a little bit more. Um, Cause it, it, it seemed weird to me, yeah. but I didn't not believe it. So like, I'm suspicious of that moment. Yes. I mean, we'll see if the character goes much further from here yeah, or yeah. if they elaborate, but yeah, that, that's, that's a good way to put it. it. It did feel odd, but I did believe it. I'm not sure if that's, but that could just be the acting selling it right so he acted it very well but well i mean it could also be a combination of your suspicion the legacy um which i think i also suggested Mm -hmm. no i agreed with i think um previously it could be a combination of that and the brain to work yeah so legitimately the hype or hypothetically zero zero one as a legacy has been a number for so long as you said um repeatedly within the game and has a brain tumor like if the if the brain tour tumor line is to be believed which i i think it's i think it's true um that could exacerbate things and also depending on where it is it could also make them more, more prone to things. Yeah. Such as uh, emotional outbursts. Yeah. You know, I, I'm actually going to start leaning towards, no, his I'm scared doesn't make sense. Okay. Because this is like, that's like the third or fourth time we've seen a bloodbath happen. Hmm. And didn't care in those other cases. I'm wondering if or there's didn't a didn't react the same way in other cases. Yeah, I'm wondering if there's a disconnect for him though. Because mm. the previous bloodbaths were all related to the game. Oh, that could be. It's weird, like the the character is there's something off about it. Yeah. And I, I really hope we'll find out. Because <laughs> like that's where most of our big questions are now. Yeah. Um Speaking of big questions, though, seems like uh, a few of mine were answered for four, five, six. Yeah. Seems like he he might actually be suffering from PTSD. Yes. And I firmly believe what I originally suspected, which is uh, what happened in that car factory has stunted him Mm. in such a way that all his relationships have broken down and caused him to like lose the things that actually mattered. Yes. Yeah. I, I agree. Um, I was under the impression it was an accident. Uh, I think it'd be, I mean, clearly not an accident. Uh, 
I think I like, let me step back for half a second. I really liked the transition into that flashback. Yes. Because my mind immediately went to the guards are trying to start another riot. Hmm. Right. With that smoke bomb coming in, it looked like it was the same floor. And, you know, just all of a sudden you start takes a second before you start seeing people with, again, just bars, which we saw them fighting with before. Mm -hmm. I'm like, oh, is this going to is this going to happen? Yeah. Was it an Um, artistic uh, intro to the next um, instigated fight? Yeah. But it turned out not to be. Yeah. And and I'm fine with that. The transition was very smooth they've actually avoided one of the things that we talked about back in episode two where we were afraid that they were going to start telling the stories through like just flashback doing a pulling a lost i think is exact is the yeah. phrase you used and i'm glad they didn't and that yeah was, that was a good that was a good way to do it i i enjoyed that and i do think there's some ptsd there i half think I probably would have been happier with it being some tragic accident. Um, I think I don't so know too. Why. Yeah. I, yeah. When I saw it, like I went, okay, okay. This is where they're going is kind of my reaction. Yeah. Um, which is interesting. Cause I had that kind of like just a bit of a disappointed exhale. while again, still being totally in the moment because of the acting of, um, the actor of four five six, yeah. Just throw a couple of awards at him already. <laughs> yeah, indeed. Also, the cast has been fantastic overall. Oh yeah, <laughs> and I'm fully on board with two forty. <laughs> yeah, I figured you would be. And I saw that. <laughs> <laughs> um, I'm not a hundred percent convinced she's going to be a staple character, though. I don't think she's going to be filling one of the major cast slots. I think she's an episode or so and done. Yeah. I don't feel like, like, I don't think they're going to, I don't think they're going to push out zero zero one and replace them with two forty. Yeah. Um, and my little, my little crushing drew heart on two forty. Um, <laughs> And accept it as long as it's relevant to the plot. Yeah. What I think they're setting up right now is I think 001 is going to be out. Hmm. Definitely not how I expected if they keep with this way here. And I think we're going to get 101 replacing 1. Mm. And 212 is going to replace 101. Okay. It did seem to affect him quite a lot when, again, another moment that made me think 456 is definitely more uh, clever than people give him credit for. When he said, when he commented, it's like, you're the strongest one here, and you assembled the strongest in the group. You're the first one that I would go for. Yeah. It's like, yeah. Yeah. That's exactly how that would work. Yeah. And his reaction to it was just was so spot on. Mm. Like, um, and I mean, 
212 is a terrible human being. Oh. And Definitely. she showed it there again where she's going uh, off the bed. Oh, look how great the team is. And she's just like. It's just like, take some random, like, take some random time out of her, like, celebration just to harsh on the, the foreign guy. Yeah. Yeah. I'm like, she... that's my bro. That's my dong thing. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Yeah, it's, but I think, I think she's going to show the, yeah, no, I'm going to stick with this. I think 101, we're going to see him move over. And we yeah. kind of thought that that was a possibility. Yeah. Way back to, because it, it, it's, it's always like, uh, it's tropey enough to be there. Yeah. It's, it, the show is definitely beginning to lean into some tropes. Yeah. And I guess. I'm going to elevate it a little bit. It's archetypal. Okay. Yeah. Archetypical to have something like that. You have the, the character that become, that is the enemy, but through the growth of the main characters, they end up um, swapping sides. Is this a shonen anime now? It's a general, well, I mean, definitely happens in shonen anime. Uh, <laughs> but it's not a, it's not unheard of in other. No, in, no, I know. In a lot of things. Um, but I, did literally go Vegeta. <laughs> <laughs> um, he's a bad man. It, yeah. But I, I, I think he's going to come around and be redeemed there. And I think what we're going to see is two and two will be able to become the leader of that strong group because she's got the strength, but wouldn't be threatening. Hmm. Right, so she wouldn't have the first target on her back over there. Makes sense. And then the bigger question is, I'm not sure where 218 will go with that. And I think that would be how is redemption arc. That that would be the tell of his redemption arc. Ooh, you know what? I wonder if 218 is gonna die soon. Yeah, we we just got over. Uh, big backstory beat with four five six mm -hmm. which means they're and we only have what three episodes left they're gonna have to at least try to wrap up a few of these loose ends mm -hmm. i th think episode six is 218 gone mm. yeah i i could see that of the I mean, characters we have like yeah of the characters we have that would fit most in like the general narrative trend I'm, I'm seeing with this either he's going to be gone or this will be the showing that he's not going to be gone i could see okay for them like um beginning the structure of him going the yeah the or the final mile yeah okay so I guess it only leads leaves us with uh, our friend G twenty nine. Okay, so <laughs> yeah, I know, I know, <sighs> I know. Uh, this is the first episode I've seen where it's like, what's what 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 what's even the point of this? <laughs> like it was so much for that 
little bit of backstory. Um, I think the brother, so I'm going to go back to a couple things about the legacy idea here. Oh, wait. So I've got, okay. Uh, throwing this out here. Mm-hmm. I think G29 is going to get caught and have to participate in the game, maybe? No, that doesn't fit that is, the game structure, though. Yeah, that is something you mentioned way back. I don't think that fits the game structure, though. No, no, just um, ignore I, it. I don't think, yeah. So. They, they proved the legacy. Or not legacy. They proved the ongoing um, occurrences or iterations of the game. Yes. Now... I'm going to start with the legacy bit first. Yep. So, did you notice anything about the um, about the 2020 games? No. When he was looking through it? All right. Um, it started with Participant 2, not Participant 1. Oh. Oh. I wonder if they... Did they show that in any of the other books? Yes, the very first book he opened, the 1999 one, had participant one. Oh. So I I specifically rewind it like a minute to check that because I'm like, no, oh, oh, that, that's something. And to like make sure there wasn't just a page flipped over, like I actually mm. paused it to see this. So, so that leads to that. His brother has gone missing, had the squid game card. So we know he's here, but this wasn't his, but his game that he's listed in is 2015. That's where he found him in the book. Mm -hmm. So he's someone who won the game. He's presumably back. So there's two possibilities. Again, he's a legacy. And without seeing if there were other missing pages in that book, yeah, we're not going to know. Or he is one of these guards. Or he's a VIP. Or a VIP. Yeah, he's... I don't think I'm going to be satisfied with any of the answers. I don't either. But a lot of that comes from the fact that I still think this cop storyline is completely useless. Handsome detective. Fully yeah, useful. I, yeah, yeah. He's handsome. Oh, you gotta give him that. The, yeah. I mean, his acting's okay. Yeah. Like, the whole... I mean, pretty good. I, I said okay. <laughs> I mean, pretty good. Yeah. Um, it's... Oh, this whole organ harvesting bit that we're getting here. Like, clearly there's the suspicions. Clearly they've been doing this. They still reiterated to me it's like how do you not know you've got thermal cameras set up everywhere and you don't notice that one of the participants is missing and they're doing all of this monitoring which they clearly show by being able to track people um afterwards and what's the point of the organ harvesting it was there's literally it it could simply be a entire storyline for that simple phrase of like you threw off the equality of the game. Yeah, I think. I mean, they could have done it much easier. 
there's so many better ways to do this. Like a guard, <laughs> you know, a guard slipping something and getting caught. Guard slipping something and getting caught. Have, again, we speculated on the guards possibly having some sort of relationship to mm. the characters that are there. So, okay, so you get a guard that's sympathetic to one of them. There, there's so many other ways you could do it. It's... This episode, to me, felt like it was a different story. It didn't, it didn't even feel tonally similar. Yeah, like, this could have been its own thing, or... Um, I think I know we've talked about this in, in other things that we've watched. Um, you know, similar to, to Carol and Tuesday Season 2. That should have been split into two seasons. Mm -hmm. This or it should have just feels... been one season that was purely the Angela cut hashtag. Release it. <laughs> <laughs> it... Um, yep. Like, this all feels like this is season two type stuff. Yeah. This isn't what I want here. Like, like I mean, I kind of like the like the bits of glimpses that they gave with like the coffins and them just burning them, that type of thing. It could have just left it there. They could have found another way to introduce the inequality thing. If, if you know what it feels, it feels like when you're watching an anime and all of a sudden they go into a filler arc. Yes. It's, it legitimately kind of, it feels like padding. Mm -hmm. And I think it, like, I agree. It felt out of place. I have nothing against our handsome detective G29, but unless they write the ending of this brother arc 100% perfectly, like, what's the point? Yeah. Yeah. That, that's exactly it. I just feel like. If they're trying to set up a mystery around, well, I mean, they are trying to set up a mystery around it, mm -hmm. but it's just, it's lacking. It's not, there's not enough actually there. Like, how sad, I mean, are, you gonna, how, how sad are you going to be if it turns out the mask guy is the brother? So I was just about to say, <laughs> um, I've, I've written down kind of a few different, a few different thoughts of it. So this is bitballing wildly. Okay. Uh, um, Here, I'll, I'll ask questions. Okay. If it turns out that the brother is not on this island. Okay. How would that make you feel? I don't think I'd be upset with that. Okay. I think I, I think I would be completely fine with that. If it turns out the brother is currently one of the guards, how would that make you feel? That would, I think that would add some backstory to the guards that I speculated in the past, but mm. they haven't really done anything else to, to necessarily show. If you remember, I said maybe the guards are part of the game because they seem to have similar types of rules and such. Um, like once so, per year, that's like a requirement sort of thing. You got to come back and yeah. Okay. 
How would you feel if the brother is a legacy and currently competing in the game? So the issue I would take with that, and I'm actually going to clarify because I'm going to tie this back to your first question. Yeah. A little bit. I would be disappointed if he's a legacy in this current game. Okay. Sorry. Disappointed if he's a legacy in the games we are witnessing. Ah, okay. And the reason for that is we, I haven't really seen most of the character numbers that have stuck out, stuck out. They've stuck out for both of us. Yeah. And I'm not seeing any care, any character that we haven't discussed already be shown. If he was part of this group, well, we're down to like 30 people would have, we would have noticed and yeah. recognized the face by now. Yeah. Yeah. And the cop would have, the cop would have noticed even when he was talking to them before. I was like, do you know sure. this person? So I am suspecting legacy and I'm suspecting that these aren't the only games running. Oh, that, that, that's how I, that's how, why I'm tying back to the first point. That's why I wouldn't be disappointed. That's, that's why I wouldn't be disappointed if he wasn't on this island. Oh, if they if they do a slow helicopter pan outwards and there's multiple islands near each other, I'm gonna be so sad. <laughs> it's a very dystopian type scenario, and I mean we we see it in other games like this. So you know we can look at the Hunger Games, where granted every they do legacies every so often but not always. Um, generally they don't, but they do do well, I legacies. Thought, I thought that Maze runner does it like, well, I thought the legacy thing was simply because they needed to get rid of Katniss. Yes, it was. Well, it's a little bit. I only watched the movies and I only three quarters paid, paid attention, <laughs> but it's, Great, great it female protagonist. Strong. Yeah. <laughs> uh, um, it's not a hundred percent clear. They say that the the those quarter games that happen, um, apparently the rules for them were written and sealed previously. That doesn't mean they didn't play with it. Yeah. Change it. That like that's there's a, a bit of dis- or a bit of ambiguity of is this just what they're told or if that's what it is but that's because the books only tell it's first person Katniss mm. so oh, I hate first person writing yeah um but Maze Runner does something similar um uh there's a couple of ones I mean even crappy modern horror movies with Escape Room just terrible but <laughs> but in the right ways you know they had a sequel with Legacies and it's it's not an uncommon trope to have a next round. The cube. The cube. Uh-huh. <laughs> uh, liar's game, which we've talked about before. Uh, okay. Like they all right, like that's why uh, I wouldn't necessarily hate that. The only thing I would be satisfied with is Yeah, if the brother's not on the island. Or the thing is, I what I wonder. There's got to be a catch at the end, because mm-hmm. if the brother won, 
then would he not have had all that money? And would he... Why would he live in such shabby accommodations? Unless... Unless they got to a final game. And the remaining participants... Uh, voted to not uh, do the game. That would explain how he... That would explain why he would have left, and that would have explained um, why he he's not in like high class accommodations. And technically, because it's the final game, the remaining people would be the winners. I mostly like where you're going with that. I don't think that's the case, though. I just I I, I need to write it in my head. In a way that makes me not sad to watch the next episode. Because there's so many bad things that they can do to this series right now. Yeah. And like people keep talking positive about Squid Game around me. Oh, you gotta watch it, you gotta talk to me when it's done. Yeah. And it's just like Yeah, I've been I, being told the same thing. <laughs> It's I I don't I don't think it's on that level. Yeah. I yeah. I don't think your theory is right about that, about the brother ending the game. Because there was only one winner listed. Mm. And there was a winner listed, period. With that being said, we don't know if the prizes were the same every game. Right? So there could have been something else there, or he really could have been that that screwed or or anything like that things we we don't know enough about the brother other than he was living in what looked like squalor and couldn't pay his rent it'd be it'd um, be funny if the game i mean i biggest eye roll ever but it'd be funny if in the end uh because they all did yeah they all did contracts didn't they um most of them had contracts yeah it'd be funny in the end that uh if like they subtracted the production cost from the winnings. Biggest eye roll in the universe, but I think it would be hilarious. Oh. Oh god, yeah, that would have quite the eye roll. <laughs> You'd physically be able to hear me. Eye roll just... Yeah. Yeah. Um Yeah, uh I agree. This episode has me like I know I talked about just the, the cop storyline overall it's kind of feeling yeah there seems to be a lot of a lot of gaps in the in the plot and with how they set it up yeah. and um, this episode confirmed to me that they were gaps okay because again they clearly showed the tracking. They clearly do other spot checks. We know they had the thermal cameras. There's no reason those thermal cameras aren't going to be in the rooms. There's so much surveillance everywhere that unless you have the guard who's watching every single camera being in on this, mm-hmm. and that's just going to cause its own issues as well, that it... You don't, you don't understand, Evan. The detective is handsome. 
Yeah, but it doesn't matter when we don't see his face most of the time. <laughs> no, they, spe- they specifically <laughs> light the inside of his mask so you can see his handsome expression at all times. <laughs> don't think I didn't notice that. <laughs> yeah, I did notice that. <laughs> um, I mean, good. They like I would have too. This episode worried me because it, because again, it just made those plot holes that I saw earlier come to light. And this episode made me go, oh God, is this series going to fall apart? That worries me. And I know I watch and listen to a lot of people talking about media and interestingly the people that i kind of watch and trust most where a lot of my ideas from analysis comes from um i haven't seen any of them talk about this about this series at all like i haven't seen anything on my feed from them because you know spoiler so i'm not actually watching any reviews of it yeah but everything i'm seeing is is talking praise of it and but I've seen a lot of people talk praise about things just because it's shiny and exciting and the keys are dangled properly. So uh, now I'm wondering uh, is, are the keys being dangled properly in the end of the series <laughs> and it actually falls apart? <laughs> Do they have a zoo of tigers? <laughs> Possibly. <laughs> the, yeah, the problem with this episode is it was highlighting the detective storyline, which more or less wears where all the plot holes are surrounding. Yeah. It's feels like it's actually kind of grasping at straws up um, as far as plot points go, just trying to keep things cohesive where you could have simply solved the majority of these problems just by not having the detective storyline. Yeah. And even if this episode wasn't there, I, well, not happy about it, I would have been able to go, like, yeah, okay, sure, it's not the core story. We can have some of the these issues here. But, yeah, just so highlighted, and it, yeah, it just makes me worry that it's going to start falling apart. I, like, just, just low, low expectations. Yeah. <laughs> Don't get your hopes up. I I already don't think this is up to the hype that I've heard about it. Yeah. Uh I think it's pretty good. Mm-hmm. I've definitely enjoyed it up to this point. Like I I don't want anyone to think that I'm not enjoying this series because I actually really do. Oh yeah. I just I I, I don't think it's you know, it's not that discovery of, hey, I can put cheese on this bread and put it in the toaster oven. Yeah. Like. Anyways. And, and I honestly, some of it could be. Just I know a lot of the media we watched and media we've watched in the past, even without doing this recording, like none of this stuff is shiny and new because like their stories that are around we've made so many references to so many different 
yeah, I mean, piece of media that this is pulling from, like even going all the way back to like Running Man. <laughs> well, that's well, that's the thing. Like the majority of the an- analysis that we'd be uh, processing through on this series, it's probably already been done on series like, yeah, Liars Game, Battle Royale, yeah, even Hunger yeah. Games. Yeah, exactly, and and I think a lot of a lot of people who just consume and don't necessarily look for that type of thing, like I don't think Liars Game is going to be something that a lot of people have read. Mm, um, over here, right? So, like this here, the only and even Battle Royale, most people have no idea what that is. It was so <laughs> we happen to be, yeah, but we it was very popular in our circles because. We're big nerds. You're talking about your nerd. <laughs> so I can see how this seems shiny and new and escapist in a way that the masses catch on to it. And that's where a lot of that, mm. that popularity, oh, it's so good, but we're going, yeah, but what about Battle Royale and Liar Game? <laughs> True. So, um, very well, similar to the discussion we had with uh, Ashley when we were talking about Who Framed Roger Rabbit. It's like, is it tropey, or was this the progenitor of the tropes? And you've just come into it so far late that you only yeah, see yeah. the trope. Right? It's kind of like the inverse of that. This is essentially a learning. This is essentially a learning experience at this point. Everyone should just watch Running Man. <laughs> Love that show. Thanks for huddling around the second wall with us here tonight. Join us next time as we continue our discussion on Squid Game. Please join the conversation in the comments, in social media, or on our Discord, as we would love to continue the conversation there. Again, a full list can be found at beardyandthebeast.com. Thank you, and have a great night.